so in general i think the thing that we're going to kind of address with this podcast or at least a goal with this podcast is just to generally talk about horror stuff uh i know we were focusing primarily on movie stuff but i also i don't know you can attest to this or not but like we do play generally a lot of like horror games which we could probably touch on a little bit if it's relevant yeah or like even like books but yeah i mean that's fine i like i don't i don't really read books you know <laughs> like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go and read like the the novelization of nightmare warrior or whatever and be like oh here's what i thought i actually can <laughs> but you you touched on like this idea of the what you have deemed like the plastic age mm-hmm. and i don't know can you like i'm going through this like google doc that i made and I'm, I was trying to come up with, like, different generation names, and I'm just like, nothing rings as true as Plastic Age. But if you can explain Plastic Age. Well, the reason I, I call it the Plastic Age is because that era, to me, of horror movies kind of coincides with the rise in accessibility of DVDs. Mm-hmm. And that's when people who, you know, people were able to finally afford DVD players and DVDs at crazy rate and people were just buying them all the time like my my aunt like finally got one and just like decided to buy every single dvd that she could for one summer it doesn't like doesn't even matter because back then like it was like well i got one i need things to play i'll just buy anything yeah so a lot of these horror movies that i remember from that time period i saw on dvd not so much in the theaters so stuff like you know ghost ship 13 ghosts valentine like the kind of like post scream like i know what you did last summer era but like pre the platinum dunes like rob zombie yeah. era that and weird, that's like, that's kind of like <laughs> the forgotten area yeah. <laughs> that was like what i was coming across when i was like compiling this list because i think i spent like maybe like an hour or so while i was watching something just going year by year by year to figure out what coincides with some of these years. Mm-hmm. And that the time frame is crazy for a lot of these, but the movies that we initially talked about were right in my wheelhouse of, there was a small video store that was still running, mm-hmm. which many of you listening, uh, video stores prior to Redbox and Netflix <laughs> were stores where you could walk in and purchase video cassettes as well as digital versatile discs. <laughs> Um, but I think you, you hit it right on the head with like being able to purchase DVDs. And I remember you used to be able to go to Walmart on the Tuesday that a movie would come out and it would be cheaper than it would be the rest of the week. Yeah. I remember I got my copy of Freddy versus Jason. Like I left school early, went to go pick it up and it was $12 for a two disc. Do you have a full screen like I did? Oh yeah. You got to get full screen. (laughs) You want to make sure it fills the entirety of the screen. Exactly. Uh, like that that movie and Spider-Man 1, I have on full screen. I was just like, why did I buy it on full screen? <laughs> My mom got me the, the Spider-Man 1 full screen, but it was because it came in that collector's set. She's like, this is going to be worth money someday. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's but, not? Oh. No. <laughs> Burn that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Let's touch on some of these other... Uh, like plastic age movies like you you said scream kind of like starts off and then it gets into 
Scream and Scream 2, I definitely watched on VHS. Um, mm-hmm. But that was like that cusp area, like right between. Yeah. I think my dad is was like a technology snob. So he had a DVD player first. It was in a laptop uh, that was heavier than I was. And I was a fat kid. So he had that. But I remember his movies that he had was like Funny Farm with Chevy Chase. Oh, God. And uh, oh, what was the other one? Like what? What's the whole nine yards with Matthew Perry? Oh, no. It was no. in those, like, wooden clasp cases. Oh, no. And I remember, like, on the back, they used to list special features, and it was, like, keep case. It's like, <laughs> you have something to hold your stuff in. <laughs> the box. There's your special feature. <laughs> they didn't just throw a disc at you when you bought the thing. <laughs> or if, like, you buy an action figure, it's like, comes with packaging? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so Scream... Frighteners was one, which I I guess I always regarded that as being like way earlier because that was Michael J. Fox before like yeah. he let on yeah. that something was wrong. Yeah, and before he kind of stopped being a lot of stuff because he was still on Spin City, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know the yeah. time like, like yeah he was still like on Spin City, he was still doing stuff, but I don't know. That's another movie that I saw and it was just kind of like what is this? That's more that's more like the VHS days because I remember that that case specifically like going into video stores and seeing like that white cover yeah like i remember that like like, here's this weird movie that like the case doesn't let on how stupid it is right now i like frighteners don't get me wrong i like frighteners weird like got ghost running like is there a marathon ghost i haven't seen that movie since i saw it on fox like years and years there 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 is a jogging ghost there's also jake Busey as a ghost i remember his teeth yes (laughs) That's when Jake Busey was in every other movie. He was, he was like in Starship Troopers like the next month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another movie my dad took me to see the theater. I was, that's a, I was probably way too young to be seeing that movie in theaters. Um, yeah, no. yeah, a lot of this stuff from 1996 is, is strange because like Thinner, also very much like a, a VHS movie. Mm. Or, and, but then you get into like some of those like direct-to-video ones like you and i have definitely watched pinocchio's revenge no and (laughs) like that seems way too old to be in 1996 (laughs) that movie is something else in a way that is hard to describe (laughs) not not, not good yeah it's not good like definitely definitely wouldn't use your your triage of a doll movies this is potentially the worst that yeah. doll man <laughs> he's not a doll though why do they call him doll man oh whatever he's the size of a doll but uh, smaller uh. all right so like i think the stuff for the plastic ages around like the 1997 area is where we really start to get into that like I remember Alien Resurrection is that year and American Werewolf in Paris. Like, those are the very much like, check it out on DVD. <laughs> oh, Spawn, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, Men in Black, I feel, is like the first like big movie that's like, it's also on DVD and that's the one that everybody's going to get. That and X Men. Yeah. Oh, man. Remember the menus for X Men? Mm-hmm. Like, swooping yeah. around the danger room. It's. It's like movie hasn't even started yet, and I've been spending a half hour just waiting for this movie to start. Also, you the DVD load times, but uh, 
the X-Men was one of the first incarnations of, like, A, Easter eggs being in DVD menus. Mm-hmm. And, like, they had that weird thing, like, where if you popped off, like, one of the selections, like, you would see a rose for no reason, because what character does that pertain to in that movie? Mm-hmm. Rogue, I guess? <laughs> but then it would show a clip of someone dressed as Spider-Man. But also, yeah. one of the first... uh movies to get like they do the double dip where it's mm-hmm. like they release it on dvd and then a year and a half later they're like x-men 1.5 edition <laughs> yeah when they, like we're in the business of ripping people off mm-hmm. for um, they before nobody bought dvds anymore which is where we're at right now which is yeah shit you mean nobody goes into those 375 bins at walmart anymore to get their copy of yeah. like I, <laughs> You get food fight. There. You get food like fight. The, any Rob Schneider animated comedy. Ghost Rider is in there right now. I saw. Yeah, well, it deserves to be in there. You um, you like Ghost Rider, but I, I like Ghost Rider too. <laughs> just because that movie is nuts. <laughs> um, Anaconda, and then Wishmaster in that year, and then it like that's when it kind of pops off. Like you'll notice, like if you go through that doc it is very much like they get progressively longer each year because it speaks to like, we can release stuff just on DVD or, you know, do a little bit in a theater and then immediately turn around on like DVD and like VHS because they're Mm -hmm. able to get both groups of people buying stuff at that point. Um, 1998, like the same where it's like a hit year for video games this movie or this year for movies has a ton of stuff like halloween h2o <laughs> urban legend i remember was big uh especially like in my middle school uh circuit mm-hmm. like it was people were like super excited about that blade oh yeah which i think kind of like crossed that line between the horror comic book stuff i feel like blade became bigger on dvd than it was in theaters mm-hmm. like i heard more about it after it was gone from theaters than i did when it was actually like playing yeah that's another one of those ones where it's my dad just took it to me or took me to that because he didn't know what to do with me for the weekend and he had to do something to get me to stop eating taco bell okay well <laughs> well we've all been abused in our lives um <laughs> I still know what you did last summer. Which... No, I'm not that well versed on that series. Does is it a zombie or what? Like I don't no, remember. No, he's just he's just a dude uh, who comes back. And okay. I so having just recently watched this on one of those like you can watch it for free if you watch with the ads. Like I I was streaming it. Mm-hmm. That movie's not good. Um, oh, shocker. But I I have not seen the second one, but I think it's it's just a dude. And the second one, I if I remember correctly, which I think this will go to show how ignorant we're going to go into all of these discussions. Well, that, but well, that's why we're going to watch them when we get into these things. We're not just going to go in blind. We're not. Or are <laughs> hopefully we? not. Oh. Yeah, like please please don't tell me to like just go <laughs> and tell tell test. you about the cell off of memory, please. Like, hey, tell me about the cell. I don't know. That might Jennifer be for Lopez in a Twizzler suit. I don't know. Um, I think the second one is is the guy's mom or something. Oh, really? So it's like a reverse or, Jason. Was it his fiance? Oh. Something. <laughs> like that. I don't know. Deep Rising. 
Vampires, I remember, was a huge DVD thing that my brother was obsessed with. Because he was like, it's like a vampire movie, but it's rock and roll. <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> which, and it has a, a Baldwin in it. A fat oh, Baldwin. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, you know. See the quality if you get a Baldwin. Especially <laughs> right. if it's like one of the non-name brand Baldwins. Right. We have a Baldwin. Oh, but we, oh. we do have James Woods. That's the only way we could afford James Woods. Disturbing behavior. So fresh off the uh, the X-Men train, you got Cyclops in a, a movie where I strictly remember the trailer mm. with like the very like 90s music associated with it. Okay. Um, the Psycho remake. Which I have not seen since I rented it, or my my mother of all people rented it at the Ugh, video store. That movie stinks. <laughs> like, uh, I don't like Vince Vaughn already, but like you put him in like that kind of position where he's not good. Like he's probably the worst person you could have gotten mm-hmm. for Norman Bates, and then like the movie also just kind of has nothing to it, so the entire thing just like sucks, and it's just is that ugh. that's like pre that's gotta be that's after jurassic park 2 right uh, uh, yeah, maybe ah. oh, see i we don't got a timeline here we don't got a big wikipedia page not professionals like, exactly can't tell me like hey remember when jurassic park 2 came out <laughs> well because like you had you had like a time frame for like vince vaughn it was like skinny vince vaughn and then the, the bigger his head the older he is <laughs> It's like a tree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Count the rings. Yeah, he's just he's, he becomes more and more bobblehead like as he gets older. Like right now, like dude just looks like an Easter Island person. <laughs> Moving on to 1999, uh, Blair Witch Project <laughs> Two. I think, or no, Blair Witch Project is probably the biggest thing from this year in terms of like just horror, like occurrence influence. Yeah, influence and. Uh, like obviously like that's the thing that sent ripples through the entire like horror genre but it's like it's a weird thing i've talked about this like before like in private but like the blair witch projects like effects kind of had a weird delay mm-hmm. to it because like we didn't immediately get a bunch of like found footage movies we got like maybe one or two but it wasn't until like way later that it was just like every other movie's found footage yeah that's... And it just felt weird like there's such a delay to that phenomenon. Like one of those like butterfly ripple effect things yeah. just that we didn't feel feel till years later. Like I yeah. I think like that boom happened while I was in college. Yeah. So going from nineteen ninety nine to like say it took like five, six years or something. And I wanna say like the last found footage movie I remember at least, or you know, big time one, was maybe the last Blair Witch, like that remake they tried to do or I guess like half sequel. Let's think they did not too long ago. Yeah, that would be like the last like theatrical one. I mean, aside from like the VHS series, wow, which are kind of weird. <laughs> Nobody um, likes those. Um, Nobody six, likes all of those. Right. Sixth Sense, uh, you have a Night Shyamalan who's making kind of a comeback in the last few years. But this was like his big <laughs> release. Um, oh, yeah. Stir of Echoes is... Again, another movie that I've recently watched, and I don't know why, but that movie is still is messed up. I remember that messed me up when I was younger. Uh, mm-hmm. 
still an uncomfortable watch. Um, the Haunting who's, and who's House. It? Uh, Kevin Bacon. Really? Yeah. So that's like Kevin Bacon, like right before Hollow Man, also. Oh, jeez. Before his career took off. Mm-hmm. What? It, so they do like they do Stir of Echoes, and that was I would assume really close to is it Sleepers that he was in. Um, yeah. Something like that. Then he did Hollow Man. Then you don't hear from him for a while. And then I think he did Mystic <laughs> River. And then he comes in to do the X-Men. following. No. Which the following. <laughs> for I think, me, it's like, just like he, dis- he disappeared. For me, it's like he disappeared for like 15 years and then showed up in first class. And it's like, oh, there's Kevin Bacon. Let me put a coin in his head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, the following, like, he, he definitely came back into, like, his kind of wheelhouse of, like, weird horror like uneasy protagonist yeah but yeah because he's a creepy dude anyway like mm-hmm. even when he's playing a good guy there's something weird about him like i'm watching tremors i'm like i don't entirely <laughs> trust this guy i don't like his hair or his hat they don't add up it's his uh, it, no it's his nose for me he has a weird like pig nose <laughs> tell me he doesn't <laughs> um some of these on this list like i'm not sure where they fall like i don't remember anything about stigmata i know what is a movie that exists um i think like 70 percent of it takes place in a bathtub or something mm-hmm. um the haunting and house on haunted hill blend together for me mm-hmm. i know one of them has owen wilson that one is the haunting which is based on i think the reason why i get confused is because the haunting is about hill house which oh. is similar to like that book or is based on the book that there's an old haunting movie that this is essentially a remake of. That new show on Netflix is ostensibly derived from that as well. But House on Haunted Hill, within months of each other, I think. Um, House on Haunted Hill is one of those... I, I don't think it's like a production company that, that does it, but it's, it is mm-hmm. of that ilk, I guess, if you get my, my meaning. Yeah. Like, grungy more so like cheap movie like this and ghost ship are very much like tied in the same thing oh yeah whereas like the haunting was trying to be a classier horror movie there's nothing worse than like trying to be a prestige horror film in this era right where like there's no money and everything kind of looks like a tv like production especially when you like look at what else came out that year and probably made the same amount of money like Lake Placid or The Rage Carry 2. A sequel to a movie. So it's 1999. Carry came out in the 70s. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it like a direct sequel or is it like, like, you know, like 30 years later, you know, or is it, is it the same actress? Like, I don't know anything about it. Oh, absolutely not. I think like the girl (laughs) is supposed to be the daughter of Sissy Spacek, Sissy Spacek, I believe. When does she have time to have a kid? I don't know. Maybe that's not it. Or maybe it's like she's the daughter of the friend of Carrie. I don't know. And then she gets power somehow. Yeah, my knowledge of that movie is like I was on the bus going to school and one of the kids uh, on the bus told me the entire plot. So that would be my knowledge circa like 1999. And then Virus and Bats. (laughs) 
I love the title, Bats. Like it's just it's like, upside down on the all the posters and the DVD cases. Of course it is. It's a Lou Dem and Phillips. Of course joint. it is. Oh, jeez. That was probably Bats. his last like theatrical movies for a while, but oh. I definitely saw that in theaters. Where they ran him out of town. It's like you were in Bats. Get out of here. Um, Virus. I remember definitely had a DVD release. That was one that my brother rented multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we get into the the aughts. So like 2000, you have like Final Destination, which I have watched yeah. all of those I, within the last two months. Yeah, my favorite. Week. That's my favorite out of this whole era, if you ask me. Like in terms of original horror movies, like I think Final Destination is the thing with the most artistic merit. Like in terms of like creatively in the concept. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I just think, especially that first movie, has a lot of like actual genuine tension it has interesting stuff in it like it's a very good movie like which yeah. you can't really say for a lot of other movies from this era like it's it's genuinely good i think the first and the last are the best in that series where where you talk about the best in terms of filmmaking and artistry with that series like mm-hmm. the first one and the last one definitely have more going for it in terms of creativity mm-hmm. and just what they were trying to do um and then the ones in between are kind of just like messing with the audience like are we gonna do this oh no um the first one is uh, i just like i like i like death as a con like not just like as a concept oh it's death like it's just this actual like ghostly breeze that will create like a rube goldberg machine to kill these poor people and that's it's fun in a weird way. Like I, I, I just really like that first one. It gets more ridiculous as it goes on. Mm-hmm. But like that first one, it's like, oh, like this could conceivably be a suicide right. for a lot of those deaths. And it's like, oh, it's, then it kind of has this interesting angle where it's like, will will the police blame the main kid? Like it's and that's it's that's weird. another thing I think that is of this time period is the protagonist being blamed or persecuted for all of this stuff that he has no control over. Yeah. Like, that happens a lot, and I think, like, similarly, like, the I Know What You Did Last Summer or something like the Urban Legend things. But that is a fun series to go through with someone who has never watched any of them, and then to just <laughs> rapid-fire, like, go through each of them. Yeah. Especially if they get uncomfortable with, like, the tension that is there. But, um, a <laughs> lot of the... People, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the... The guys who spearheaded the Final Destination series, like they helped create that series, are um, a couple guys who got their start in the X Files. So, and they're mm-hmm. like regarded as some of the best like writers and directors of some of those episodes. So you kind of see, like they had a uh, very good background to get into a creative, interesting horror thing, and then it just goes off the rails. <laughs> to kill a bunch of people and then some of them will survive and then they will then later get killed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Scream 3, American Psycho. Um, no, Battle Royale. American is... Psycho American Psycho's a real like a weird one for me. Like I is it really like a horror like I know like it has like him killing people, but is it really like a horror movie? No, I think it's just a weird like more so like a thriller. Like, that seems very much like a movie, like a mom movie. Like, if you if you think back to when you were renting movies, like, 
you would get out of school, you would go and like your your sibling would get to pick one, you would get to pick one, and your parents would pick one. That is very much like what my mom would pick because mm. she's like, well, it's about killing, but also he's handsome. <laughs> it's Friday the Thirteenth for people who want to be smart about it. Yeah, like it has emotional layers. It's like, is it actually happening? Which is always like like an intellectual slasher thing. It's like, is it actually happening? That's always the question. It's never anything else but that when you want to be layered. And it is it is so cheap to the point where whenever you're having a discussion about any horror movie that is coming out now, you always have to be like, is it just in their head? And then as soon as you <laughs> say that, you can move on to the rest of the movie. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Battle Royale, I think, is an interesting one because I was surprised that it was so early. Like, I thought that was a much later movie. But yeah. I guess it, it didn't get prevalent in America until much later. Um, but that's interesting. Yeah. Pitch Black is a weird... Let's <laughs> talk, uh, talk about Pitch Black. That, that right there, Pitch Black is, like, this era personified to me. Like, a DVD movie that, like, I saw about 50 times like because of like these trips like it was like oh let's watch pitch black like i got i bought pitch black i spent 20 dollars on this movie let's watch pitch black and it's a movie that i've seen a million times i know i've seen a million times but i don't i don't remember anything i don't remember reflective eyes yeah i like i remember like you know the imagery but i don't know like what goes on in that movie i don't i know riddick like, yeah, I, Riddick is a character that is in there. I think I know more about the, like, the Pitch Black and then the third Riddick movie blend together for me because that third one was where they were like, we're going back. We're going to make it like it was, like a straight-up horror movie, I guess. Oh. Whereas, wow, like, really? This... I didn't know that happened. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Yo, the the <laughs> third movie. I've not seen any of the, the Riddick movies. I've just seen Pitch Black a million times. I don't know what happened. Like I, we have I go back. We definitely have that third movie. So that is one I would recommend because it has um, who's the Battlestar Galactica lady um, who has like the Muppet Peter face? Off. Yeah, she's got the Muppet <laughs> face. Um, she's in it. Man, we're being but mean is, to people today. Don't crap <laughs> pig um, nose muppet face but the the first and the third very much are are horror movies and i think like the the third one is almost sensibly like being just a retelling of the first one mm-hmm. that's probably wrong but it is very very similar the third one is just a weird sci-fi thing with carl urban right i, I don't know is batista in one of them batista seems like he'd be in one of these no, I think you're thinking of Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> or am I thinking of every single direct-to-DVD action movie <laughs> released since 2013? As well as Blade Runner 2. Yeah. Um, Blair Witch Project 2. <laughs> but what did you say about Blair Witch Project? <laughs> Blair, Blair, well, Blair Witch 2. Colon. Book of book. Shadows. Where there you never see a book at any point <laughs> in this movie. I remember a lot of that movie, like, for some reason, being on a bridge, like a metal bridge going into a building. There definitely was a bridge. There were dogs on that bridge. Why were the dogs on the bridge? Because the witch, man. Were they real dogs? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just 
what is it? Uh, burn notices in that. That was like one of the first burn notice movies. <laughs> the thing I remember about Blair Witch Two is that it has a flash. It has a flashback, then a flash forward, and then another flashback, and then it flashes forward beyond where the flash forward was originally. And like that's all in the first maybe 15 minutes of the movie just to make sure you're as confused as possible. So you have a sense of unease throughout the entirety of the movie. Yeah. And and it's also one of those weird meta sequels like like New Nightmare where the movie exists in the sequel. Cuz they, they talk treat, about they, they talk treat about the movie war. as it being like because if you remember that when Blair Witch came out people didn't know if it was real or not. Mm-hmm. Even though they're like, "No, I definitely go to school with that girl." Um <laughs> But do they treat it in that universe like the movie is real? No, like they said, like no, it is a movie. Here, like they, I think they show clips of the people like on Regis or something. It's like, okay. like no, this is a movie. This is a movie. But people go to the Pine Barrens now to chase the fake Blair Witch, and then this happens, and it's like people get trapped in a house, and there's no book of shadows at any point in this movie, and I don't even remember. I know, like, there's a lot of, like, mind control stuff in it, but it's weird. Like, it it seems like a movie that they made and doesn't have any connection to Blair Witch. But then, like, they were like, ah, we need to sell this. You know, they Cloverfield it, where it's like, oh, we need to sell this. Like, kind of reshoot a scene where they say Blair Witch maybe once or twice. And then, bam, it's a sequel. All right. So we'll (laughs) definitely touch on that one in our Blair Witch series. Oh, Oh, God. Um, we got the Cell, Hollow Man we already talked about, Dracula 2000, <laughs> which doing much better than a lot of movies that have 2000 in the title actually came out in the year 2000. Um, and then there's, there's a sequel, of course, to Dracula Dead and Loving It. <laughs> Except it's got Danny Masterson in it, I think. What, really? I believe so. He's in one of those Dracula movies. Uh, Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh, no. Which we've seen. Oh, no. Or did we see Back to the Hood? I think we have seen Back to the Hood with Ice-T. Or is Ice-T in both of them? Might be. Uh, There's strange continuity with Leprechaun movies. (laughs) Uh, 2001, you get Jeepers Creepers. This is where the list, like that, 2001 is kind of short list. Mm -hmm. Um, Jason X, though, is got that pop-off. That, though... (laughs) <laughs> that has a story behind it that I really enjoy. Like I like I like the story of that movie and just the complete creative bankruptcy that went into it. This is like, well, we need to make something because we can't get Freddy versus Jason made, so uh, put him in space. It seems valid. Uh, Thirteen Ghosts was another one when we first initially talked about this. Was you were like, I want to talk about Thirteen Ghosts. <laughs> I do want to talk about Thirteen. Go- I want to talk about the DVD extras of Thirteen Ghosts. Does that have like one of those menus where you're going around the glass panels of the house? Oh yeah. Each... Okay. Oh yeah. It's flashing all over the place and Matthew Lillard's freaking out. I've got uh I've got stories about going to the theaters to see that. Uh went to the theater to see that shit. I was I was little I saw that. I saw that in a double feature at my aunt's house. It was Thirteen Ghosts and Deuce Bigelow Male Gigolo. Uh, they was like, Oh, we're gonna watch these two movies and they have nothing to do with each other. You're like, good thing you didn't buy these. And she's like, I did. So oh, we can watch them again. Of course she bought them. She had a giant, like, she bought a shelf just for her DVD collection that she did not have yet. And it was just kind of like, I'm going to fill this out by the end of the year. 
And every time she got one, we had to like have a whole family night and watch a movie it's like Deep Blue Sea, all that stuff. Uh, did is Bones one that you have added? Bones? Oh, like yeah, the Snoop Dogg horror yeah. movie. Yeah, man. <laughs> Bones is a movie that I, I I will admit I have not seen, but I've seen the trailer about twenty times. Yeah, Bones. <laughs> I feel like that trailer was on everything for years prior as well as years after. Yeah, right before everybody was like, oh, you put Snoop Dogg in a movie, it's an instant joke. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like, oh, we can maybe make Snoop Dogg into, like, an actual thing. Like, he's kind of intimidating, because he's, you know, like, a giant, like, like six foot ten, willowy, like, scary man. I feel so like he's like, sitting a lot in that movie. Like, all, everything is. I remember from the trailer is he is sitting back in some sort of throne or something. Isn't there, there's dogs also. There's a lot of dogs. It might be the origin of Snoop Dogg's like pimp obsession that came about in the like mid to late 2000s. Okay. When he was just like, I'm a pimp now, and I'm gonna dress like a pimp, and I'm gonna ha- like have a bunch of songs about being a pimp. And then Starsky and Hutch was like, Why don't you play a pimp? And he was like, All right. You might put it on the nose. <laughs> uh, Ghost of Mars is from this year as well, which is a Carpenter movie. Mm-hmm. That's a John Carpenter movie, right? Yes. Uh that was one that my friends saw in theaters, and I was like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> uh, and ice then the, the, the... Yes, Ice Cube. Uh, the I'm Forsaken, listening. which I have in parentheses, that this is the start of those like Warner Brothers Network kids' movies. Mm. You got one of the Roswell kids going into horror, and I think that is something that happens like much more as we get into like the 2000s. You got Tom Welling popping up and stuff. But uh, 2002, 28 Days Later, The Ring. So The the Ring starts off a lot of like those Japanese horror remakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then making them PG-13. So everybody that you go to school with is like, I want to go see the scariest movie. (laughs) And these are all like movies that... I when I worked at a video store, I rented for free, and I was like, "Man, this sucks." I like the first ring. Still sucks. Uh, <laughs> Resident Evil. No. Kicking dogs. Uh, right into dog soldiers. Yeah, cabin fever and ghost ship. Ghost ship. I only remember the first thirty seconds of that movie. Yep. Um, Halloween Resurrection. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> This was like, like the internet is something. This and the the next movie on this list, like the internet, are kind of big parts of. Yeah, and it's arrived. And it is written by people who I don't think they know how the internet worked at that point, or how text messages work in Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't remember much of that movie. Oh boy. Um, Fear.com is the next one on that list, which is it takes place in a weird like it it feels way darker than it should or or like high contrast like it mm-hmm. looks like dark city yeah has i feel like that and like the eye have like this weird like desaturated high contrast like look to them that's really unappealing and gross and there's no reason for it really I guess Seven would have had it something similar to that, but yeah, at least in Seven, like it was a cohesive aesthetic. Fear.com, it just made me fall asleep. <laughs> um, and then you got some like outliers, like Eight Legged Freaks, Queen oh, of the Damned, yeah. 
uh, Bubba Hotep, and <laughs> they. There's so there's they, and then I got confused later on a couple years from now in this list. That you also have them, mm-hmm. uh, not the same movie, and then <laughs> Darkness. And then we move on to 2003. You got the like House things of Thousand get, Corpses. This is where things get good. This is um, when they start the, the ship starts to get righted a little bit. Mm-hmm. The ghost ship is righted. Uh, yeah, wrong is. turn. Mm-hmm. Which that the, was all right. the, the concept of wrong turn is super messed up. Yeah. I remember the special features from that because when they talk about like they're like oh yeah all these all these different creature effects are based on real like deformities and you're like that's I don't like that. Um, Final Destination two, which that's a long time between Final yeah. Destination. Yeah, I did not realize there was that much of a gap between them. Um. I guess it's three years. That's not crazy, but especially because you have a character from the first one in this one. Yeah. Like, but I guess they explain it. It's like, oh, she's been locked up for a while. And they just let her out. It's like, we couldn't make the movie because she was, well, she was in under her own volition. Oh, all right. Yeah. That's true. They couldn't get uh, Devin Sawa again. They were like, yeah, he died. Brick fell on his head. Um, <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. Yay. There was a huge, huge uh, blackout on the East Coast. The, oh, yeah. I was, uh, I was there for that. I, the I Friday? Or was it the Thursday before this movie came out? And I remember, like, I was super upset because I was going to go see Freddy vs. Jason. And I was real concerned that the theater was not going to be open. I <laughs> did not care about the potential loss of life, all the, like, money issues that were arising, or, like, what could have actually caused this giant blackout. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, but what about Freddy vs. Jason, though? <laughs> um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you got, like, one of the first Platinum Dune joints. I feel uh, like this is when the entire, like, horror genre started to change. Like, it, this is when the gross stuff started to come in, mm-hmm. in this era, where they decide, like, hey, what do we make horror movies, like, like just kind of dirty and weird again? And, like, not shying away from like just straight up gore like bad gore yeah yeah um, like real messed up and also like really messed up dialogue and every like everybody in the movie i remember like everybody looks sweaty yeah and it's i guess fitting for the time and like place but yeah you you the get some of the gore stuff with uh freddy versus jason but it i think they amp it up with text chainsaw which also definitely embracing the old horror icons with this year yeah yeah, getting Freddy huh. and Jason back and getting Leatherface back. A lot of a lot of like horror icons because even you know you got the Creeper coming back. Which and then the, the next year you have I think I guess one of the years prior you have Bride of Chucky, um, mm-hmm. but the following year from this like early on is Seed of Chucky. So you still got Chucky in that, mm-hmm. and there's probably countless Hellraiser direct to video releases yeah. that I did not list on here. Yeah, but you want to talk about like internet horror like. Hellraiser is in my phone. Like, oh no! I downloaded, I downloaded like the, the <laughs> Pandora's box app, and now like Pinhead and the Cenobites are in my house. It's like, just man, what happened? Like that, what happened to Pinhead? One good That's... movie. Well, I just remember the guy who shoots CDs out of his mouth. That's the only oh. one. Oh. Um, you had Darkness Falls. That's a. Is that the Tooth Fairy one? Yes, it is. So. Okay. yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. There was one I was getting confused about when we were discussing this. Uh, 
that I will get to it later, I guess. Oh no, it's just straight up boogeyman. It's I thought they were the same movie. They're not, and yeah. they don't even have similar titles. But it's probably Boogie, generally the same. Boogeyman is a movie that I remember. I think I saw that the same day I saw Seed of Chucky. I may be wrong, but I I remember seeing those movies back to back, and I just had a terrible day. I guess That's, I did that with uh, what was it Silent Hill and or was it? No. Well, I saw Grindhouse in one sitting at a theater. That was bad uh, for multiple reasons. I think I saw TMNT and um, Hills Have Eyes 2 in the same day, which <laughs> one of those C- got that's colored. That's the CG Ninja Turtles, right? <laughs> yeah. I love that movie because uh, Hills Have Eyes 2 is so bad. <laughs> but I saw Hills Have Eyes 2 second, so it was like the worst experience of my life, just like a migraine. <laughs> Did the same thing with like Wally in the Dark Knight. <laughs> so I was like, Dark Knight's great. I hate Wally. <laughs> um, House of the Dead is this year, wow. which is that the first Uwe Boll? That's gotta be. That's gotta I mean, yeah. That's gotta be the first one of note, anyway. And this is this is one of those things where there's a direct correlation to how they like the Resident Evil popularity. Mm-hmm. And they're just oh, like, yeah. oh, we can do video game movies all the time. And you'll yeah. see that coming more and more. Like, if you look a little bit further ahead, 2005 is insane. But um, <laughs> that that got a lot of studios, like, interested in the idea of making video game films yeah. for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, for, um, for better, or you could say for better or worse. In this case, it's definitely for that's worse. Yeah. Um, and then 2004, you got Saw. Which yeah, is big deal. Again, amping up like a, a very different style of horror. Um, yeah. And that's and I feel kind of bringing in like like a a very big like horror movie with a real like bad ending and a good mm-hmm. twist ending that kind of a lot of horror movies like since then have been trying to chase. Yeah. Where it's like oh, it turns out like he's in the room the whole time and now everybody's dead. Like a lot of horror movies did that since. Where it's like everybody's dead. Like the next. Like the next movie like does that too, where it's just like, hey, they made it out. Nah. They're all that's, dead. That is the first of like getting movies from who are two of the, the biggest horror icons now, not in terms of like characters in film, but actual like horror filmmakers. But yeah. but generally like positive like review about them is James Wan and Leah Winnell. Mm-hmm. Like aside from like Dead Silence or whatever, but uh, usually they have more success than they do failures. Yeah. And a lot of that with their association with like Blumhouse. Yeah. Um, they make stuff on the cheap. Universe. Those guys and, know how to make a scene. That's yeah. for sure. Um, you also got Dawn of the Dead, the Zack Snyder remake. Love it. A lot, really people, a lot of people talk shit about that movie. I love that movie. That movie's real good. <laughs> um, if you want to see one of the dudes from Modern Family in potentially the worst light, uh, oh, dead you, go, you go see Dawn of the Dead. Uh, and then right after that, you got Shaun of the Dead, one of my favorites. Definitely my favorite. Uh, what is it? The the Cornetto oh, trilogy. Yeah. I was going to say like horror comedies in general. Like, oh, yeah. There's not a ton of them. But that one's one of the better ones. Um, Grudge continuing the, the remakes. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil sequels, C to Chucky. Um, AVP, 
is a weird one. So that's is that two uh, W.S. Anderson movies that year? Or I guess maybe he didn't direct Apocalypse, Resident Evil Apocalypse, but he definitely directed APP. Yeah, the right after Freddy vs. Jason, like in the Fallout, Freddy vs. Jason being such a success, they like fast tracked AVP, mm-hmm. and you can tell. Yeah, I'm in. If you were to go back and tell little kid me that there would be a worse AVP movie than what came out, I would have thought you were lying. <laughs> and that is, it is very much like the of what I was interested in at the time. Like, I was playing a lot of AVP on the PC, and I was like, yeah, they're going to make a movie. Now it's like, they're going to make a Venom movie. And I'm like, oh, no, I know what happens when they make things out of things I like. Um, you have Exorcist, the beginning, which is a weird thing because it's it was essentially made twice. Mm-hmm. I've heard about this, but I've never actually seen the movie. I saw this in theaters because it was one of those, like, again, PG-13 movie, like, when you get out of school early, like, sometimes you just go to the movies and get into what you can get into. Um, the making of that is interesting, and the making of the, the second one is interesting. Um, but 2005 is huge. Um, <laughs> you got The Descent, which is, a, like, an import movie. I think that was made um, somewhere else, and they just brought it over, released it, and it was yeah, widely pretty popular. Good. Pretty good. Um, some sequels. You got the Amityville remake. Yeah, uh, I like I like that one. It's a little weird. I consider that one more of a sequel to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake mm-hmm. than the actual sequel to the Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre remake because yeah. they kind of just look like the same exact movie. Right. And that's yeah, that one very interesting. Um, Exorcism of Emily Rose, never seen. Uh, Hostel is one of the most grotesque movies uh, that I remember seeing in theaters. Just an uncomfortable sit. Good old and Eli Roth. Made worse in the second one. Um, but you got Doom this year, which uh, I don't necessarily consider like horror, but it is on this list. Uh, it's horror because, adjacent. Yeah, it's horror adjacent. Uh, we both love the rock and <laughs> video game stuff. So this is this is rock before like again like the Vince Vaughn thing. Like the rock, the the older he gets, the bigger his head gets. But the thing is, the rest of his body also grows. Yeah. So this is before the this is like before the rock was like a mountainside. Like baby rock. He still had hair. Yeah. yeah his his neck. Like he was just pebble. Like, neck like a stack of dimes. Like in this movie. <laughs> he could wear clothes that had sleeves. <laughs> and Carl Urban, of course. Yep. Veteran uh, of these shitty movies. House of Wax, Dark Water. Uh, the Cave. Constantine is a comic book movie. Um, a lot of people are probably going to be more familiar with the... What is it? Is it Matt Reeves? Constantine? Yeah. Not because his show is still on the air, but because they keep bringing this dude back uh, yeah, to do every incarnation of Constantine, which he's very good at. But yeah. He's going to be on the, the season of Legends of Tomorrow. He's going to yeah. be like on, on the entire season, so that dude's uh, going to be around. Constantine with starring Keanu Reeves, which people and Shia LaBeouf. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. I saw um, that movie. I don't even remember that. Um. Yeah, Land of the Dead. So the Return of Ramiro. Ugh. In like one of the more disappointing movies I remember. I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. And then it's just like John Leguizamo getting revenge on Dennis Hopper for Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. 
Tons of Fog, Hide and Seek, which is a Robert De Niro horror movie, which might not actually be a horror movie. I don't know. <laughs> um, it, I don't know anymore. Looking at the poster, it looked a lot like that Mercury Rising movie, which is like the Bruce Willis, like little kid movie. And little kid's like a little savant, and he's got to protect him. That's what Hide and Seek looks like. Uh, <laughs> Feast, which is a strange, like, there was a TV show called Project Greenlight with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck where they just give people money to make movies. Feast yeah. was one of the movies that they made in one of their seasons. <laughs> uh, Man Thing, which yeah. is a Marvel movie that is direct to TV, not DVD. Wow, wow. I love uh, Man Thing. Mm-hmm. Giant size Man Thing. <laughs> Alone in the Dark. Another Uwe Boll. Uh, Christian Slater joint. And oh, then... No. Not one, but two Return of the Living Dead movies. Yeah, what is that? Like, why Why were there two of those in the same year? They were sci-fi movies that uh, aired, I think, like, within weeks of each other. Oh. I thought it was, like, a Pokemon thing. Like, they're both the same movie, but with, like, small differences. It's, like, yeah, Return of the Living Dead red, Return of the <laughs> Living Dead blue. Yeah, you gotta choose which one. You can trade the other Living Dead with your friends if you have the connector cable. Exactly. Um, 2006, you got Silent Hill, which is decent, uh, especially Boring. in comparison to some of these other, like, <laughs> video game movies. Yeah. Uh, Hills Have Eyes messed me up for a while. Slither <laughs> is another James Gunn movie. Um, pretty decent, gross out, like, very much, um, Night of the Freaks, or Night of the Creeps, Freaks, not Night yeah. of the Freaks. That's not a movie that exists. <laughs> <laughs> the freaks you got your michael rooker you got you got all the james gunn you know like things you want in there is it the last time you see nathan fillion's face in a james gunn movie um yeah before like i mean he was supposed to be in guardians 2 but he got cut i think they still use his voice (laughs) Uh, but anyway um behind the mask is a weird one uh because it's like a it's like a documentary crew following around a guy who is trying to be like the next Jason or Freddy. Mm-hmm. It's a it's very strange. Texas Chainsaw at the beginning. Um, not sucks. not good. Sucks. Oh god, that movie stinks. <laughs> Stay alive. I think Frankie Moon is, isn't that? Is yeah. that is that um that's no a that's, video game one. No, I'm about to say is that the John Travolta movie? That's that's Stay In Alive. <laughs> yeah, it's a different year. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, like nearly 20 years before this movie came out. <laughs> Stay in alive. Uh, See No Evil, the Kane Hodder movie. Is that one of the that, first, that like, WWE? That is not a Kane Hodder movie. That is just a <laughs> no, Kane, Kane movie. Kane. Kane. <laughs> um, Kane sorry, Glenn saying. Jacobs, mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Thank you very much. <laughs> is that one of the first, like, WWE? WWE like movies. Uh, yeah, this is this is the first WWE Studios joint, and it's pretty much like this in the sequel to See No Evil. I think that's their only like horror things. Which I don't know. I think like they there's a lot of scary guys in wrestling, especially yes. around that time. Like they, they were, could you know, do, and horror is like way cheaper to produce than like action movies. Like that's what they kind of do now. WWE Studio a lot of action movies. It's like or I don't know. They still do movies. like the family movies. Like I remember what's the one with uh, Triple H and the bus. Oh, <laughs> the chaperone. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Don't make me talk about those movies, please. Let's not 
Not their sister about... podcast is the WWE movies. WWE oh. Studios. Uh, you got Black Xmas, not Black Christmas, but Black Xmas, which is a remake. Um, Wicker Man, another remake, but that's the popular Nicolas Cage one for, <laughs> for reasons. some reason. Uh, the movie. Omen movie, which one of my friends who saw that in theaters, he's like, it's the only movie I've ever seen where I saw the boom mic throughout the entire movie because of how they were framing it. <laughs> like they didn't, it was so close in the top of the frame that how they had adjusted like the reel, mm-hmm. you could see it. And that's a uh, Liv Schreiber, 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 Sabretooth. Yeah. Um, 2007. <laughs> Paranormal Activity. So we're talking 2007, back to 1999. So let's say eight years almost before you get the real, real pop off for found footage. Because for all intents and purposes, Paranormal Activity kind of like opened the floodgates for everything. Yeah, that's a movie I can't wait to talk about. Not so much for the movie itself, but for a story of a friend of mine when he got back from seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking of the same story. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, I, yes, I also have stories about that because the version that I saw is not the one that <laughs> the vast majority of people saw. Um, but anyway, uh, you got The Mist, cool. and then what is it 28 weeks later so and that's that's one of the first um hawkeye movies <laughs> jeremy renner yeah he gets a little on fire oh um, really yeah right <laughs> Which i think like if you if you watch the trailer for it like mm-hmm. he seems real cool in that scene and then like even does like wink at the camera Oh, yeah, yeah. i don't think that wink is in the actual movie because they replace it with him getting lit on fire Okay, that's a good um, substitute. Right? Uh, 1408. <laughs> uh, 30 Days of Night, a comic book movie. Uh, one of the first real, like, horror comic book movies. I don't really know if there's that's, like, a very narrow swath of films, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's but something. I, I remember when it came out, and, like, there was kind of interest in the concept. Then you actually see the movie, and it's like, eh. It, yeah, um, the orphanage is a is a foreign movie that I've seen multiple times, and it is uncomfortable. Even if you do not have children, but if kids freak you out, maybe don't watch the orphanage. Um, the reaping. The, a lot of these are movies that went to theaters that seem like they should have just gone to DVD, like mm-hmm. the reaping. Uh, what is it? Uh, Vacancy with Luke Primeval. Wilson and Primeval. Primeval, I remember. Is that the like all the advertisements for that movie coming out yeah. were like he has a body count larger than any serial killer yeah. in the known world. Him, <laughs> Freddy, Jason, like and all you this wish. stuff. Like, and it's about an alligator. <laughs> I guess it's technically true. You're counting like the species of alligator. Like, no, but they're so they're talking about like uh, it's it's based on a living gator named Gustavo, I think, uh, and it this is sounds like a fake movie. Messengers is another movie that does not seem like it should be in theaters. 
Uh, and then oh, this is the year of like really terrible, terrible sequels, which is like Hills of Highs two and AVP two, and Diary of the Dead. Me. Oh yeah, just awful. And even Hostel two, I would kind of group in there. Just, just terrible. Like just, I don't know what they were thinking, especially with uh, Hills Have Eyes two. Like the first one, the first remake is pretty good. It's mm-hmm. messed up, but it's you know it's good. The second one, I don't know what went on with that. They were like, yeah, but what if they were X-Men? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember like weird I'm spider monsters. Um, the first Rob Zombie Halloween is this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Decent. Which is a, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We'll talk about that one. I, I do want to talk about that one a lot. I want to talk about the those two remakes because I think there's a lot to unpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's right and what's wrong because i feel like a lot of these remakes especially of the classic 80s horror monsters like they get just kind of shit on immediately mm-hmm. for you know just for being you know just for existing but i feel like there's some good in most of them yeah not nightmare not nightmare on Elm street the remake there's <laughs> not a lot of good in there and i haven't even got <laughs> I have damn it, Rorschach. Why you gotta go and disappoint me? Oh. Um, two thousand eight you had the Strangers, which just this past year got a sequel. <laughs> um that That's one messed one. my mom up. She I I took her to see that and then she had to drive home alone. <laughs> and I remember getting a call being like, I can't believe you let me do that. I was like, What it's it's a movie. <laughs> She's like, Yes. But I had to ride in my car alone. Okay. (laughs) All right, mom. Sorry. Uh, Cloverfield, Quarantine, which is a remake of Wreck. Yep. Uh, which there's like seven Wreck movies. Okay. Or four, but like the first one is such an interesting thing. It's like, yeah, what if we have a zombie movie that takes place in one building? It's like the raid, but yeah, you just have it on lockdown, and it's all it's found footage. The quarantine is the American version of that with is it the guy from uh Hostel I think isn't it? Uh, quarantine? I think it's the girl from Dexter, uh Jennifer Carpenter. Mm. We'll get into these. Midnight Meat Train has uh Vinnie Jones and Bradley and the, Cooper and the best title of any movie on this list. Yes. <laughs> um one missed call. Splinter is a movie that uh in my nascent college days, I was buying many horror DVDs. Uh, Splinter is one of them that actually turned out to be pretty good. But then alternatively, you have Mirrors, which in the prime Kiefer Sutherland 24 days, he was like, I also want to do a movie. And then he did Mirrors. And that's the movie he did. That is very much like the the white noise sort of movie where you get like these over the hill actors that people genuinely like and then just have the worst endings for anything it definitely was a happening speaking of (laughs) is that this this upcoming okay i'm working Uh, on it drag me to hell in 2009 uh the sam raimi returning to horror which pretty good you were to ask me those spider-man movies also horrific <laughs> let's not get into that <laughs> uh house of the devil you and i saw we were watching 
this was when I was in college and living alone. We were watching this when uh, Xbox still had a Netflix app that you could watch with friends. You and I watched this at 3 a.m. We legitimately started this. Not a good time. Not a good time to watch that at 3 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) No. Um, I did not sleep. That's one of two stories that I have of watching a movie on Netflix with a friend that it became like I, I like halfway through the movie I realized it's like I've watched this at the wrong time and now I'm going to be messed up for the rest of my day. Yes. Uh Collector is pretty decent. Um yeah. and then Zombieland Haunting in Connecticut, which we talked about Katie Sackhoff earlier. She's in the sequel, Haunting in Connecticut, colon, uh, like a West Virginia story or something. Someplace that is not in Connecticut. Um, Confusing. Uh, My Bloody Valentine, Pandorum, which that movie sucks. <laughs> That's it is. It's like if they were they saw Event Horizon and they were like, yeah, but what if we did it again? Yeah, what if we did it, but somehow worse? Yeah. Um. And then Antichrist, Jennifer's Body, The Unborn. The Fourth Kind is a found footage alien movie. (laughs) Alien movie? Aliens. Uh, (laughs) Starring Resident Evil, uh, Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. Great. Uh, Halloween 2, and then the Friday the 13th remake, which that is probably one of my favorite remakes. Yeah, I, I I like Friday Thirteenth. I do not like Halloween Two. Halloween no. Two is awful. I don't think Rob Zombie liked Halloween Two. You watch all those interviews like leading up to like the release of Halloween One. They're like, so when are you going to do the sequel? He's like, I'm not doing a sequel. <laughs> it's like six months later, <laughs> we're doing Halloween Two. <laughs> Rob Zombie like voiced by Mo from The Simpsons, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Sure. And then uh, the 2010s is kind of like that new age, like yeah, when you start to get the... The Bloomhouse influence starts to kind of yeah. creep in. You get more Leo Winnell and more James Wan stuff. You've got Insidious, uh, The Crazies, which I constantly forget, but that movie is is a decent sit in terms of remakes. Um, Jane's all right. He's not in that. Um, <laughs> Wait, is he not? <laughs> no, it's him in the Olafon. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas James the Mist. <laughs> well, all right then. And nothing blind. of value is lost. Uh, yeah. I saw the devil, which is, whoo, that's 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 a movie that. that is something. Uh, I think it's the guy. I think it's Solid Snake from the GI Joe movies. Not Solid Snake. That's Metal Gear Solid. Um, We're just Storm mad. Shadow. <laughs> no one's gonna listen to this. We don't know anything. We think that David Hayter is in. I saw the devil. Oh, he's in the Guyver, and he did write the X Men movies. Okay. Um, Piranha, <laughs> the Wolfman. A lot of people complaining about the Mummy. Maybe they forgot about the Wolfman. I think everybody. I think everybody forgot about the Wolfman as soon as the first trailer ended. It's just like, yep, yep. Benicio Del Toro being kind of weird and forgettable, as usual. Same with uh, Anthony Hopkins. Like, you think, like, for how much he complains about being in, like, Marvel movies, yet still keeps coming back. I was like, dude, the Wolfman? (laughs) Um, My Soul to Take 
is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. That's the Wes Craven movie, isn't it? That's like his last movie, I'm pretty sure. Oh, man, that one is terrible. I forgot it existed until right now. I think I I learned how to drink watching that movie. (laughs) Um. And then you got some like random like Saw sequel. Saw Seven is this Saw year. Saw Seven? This can't be right. <laughs> I was looking. I was like Paranormal Activity Two. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Saw Seven. Saw Seven. This is deep into like the the marketing machine for Saw. If it if it's Halloween, it must be Saw. Yeah. Like every year, a Saw movie would come out. And then they skip however many years, and they just had one last year, which is <laughs> like a weird like. Liked out of time i only remember it because it coincided like they had a house at halloween horror nights and i was like oh yeah <laughs> saw in um, the shrek house devil <laughs> wasn't the shrek house uh devil is the m night Shyamalan yeah. elevator movie m night yeah the, the the elevator movie that is was meant to be part of a series yeah it was like i think it when it starts like it it lists itself as like a something something the, the like, M Night like stories of shuddering terror like you know some garbage that just never came to fruition. It's probably much shorter, but yes, something very similar. Um, and then Frozen, is it like Josh Gad? Nope. Oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, this is oh, this, I remember this is the this one, one that takes place on the ski lift for the entire right, movie. I think right. this, is the, this is the hatchet guy, Green. Yeah, this is part um, of that that series of movies where it like people decide it's like, what if a person was just kind of stuck somewhere for a long mm-hmm. time? Wouldn't that be scary? And like a bunch of people did that. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is like right above the devil thing. It's like, what if they were stuck on a ski lift? What if they were stuck on an elevator? What if they're stuck in like a ATM, like a like an ATM booth? Like that became like its own subgenre for a while. It's like people <laughs> just kind of shit. Yeah, people just kind of stuck in stuff for days on end. And this is this is you know 2010 2009. So cell phones exist. <laughs> <laughs> um and then don't be afraid of the dark which i don't know what that is but i'm just, that's a very long title and then you have the nightmare on elm street remake and that's yeah. where i stopped making the list you can see the bullet point continues and i was just like <laughs> i give up yeah, yeah lifting the curtain a little bit here <laughs> there's just a bullet point at the end of this list where ken was clearly going to write something and then didn't because he I was just like, so depressed like, overseeing whoa. Jackie Earl Haley Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> just like, uh, and really, that's kind of where like it should end. Because I feel like after 2010 is when horror started kind of getting his legs back. There's still weirdness. There's always weirdness. But that's where it started kind of like, all right, the like paranormal activity series started to kind of start to dip. And then we got the rise of like the the James Wan era of horror movies where it's like, like the conjuring and all that stuff started to creep the in house stuff. Yeah. And and then you, like, you do get very similar. Like it does kind of go line in line with how things were happening in that early plastic age where you have kind of like the weirder stuff, like happy death day yep. is very much like one of those odd, like offhand yeah. horror movies from the early two thousands. Yeah. I like that movie. That movie's pretty oh. good. 
It just nah. I feel like Nightmare also ended like the the trying to remake the eighties like character like mm-hmm. movie series for a while because it's like what we didn't even like I'm sure there's like maybe you know there's always Hellraiser movies. There's, like, there's anything you can count on in life is death, taxes, and Hellraiser direct to DVD sequels. Yeah, Tom Bradley needing like a paycheck. Yeah, but <laughs> oh no, he's not even in them anymore. No, he's not. It's some other guy. Um, but like, but like, uh, but it kind of like ended the big screen like '80s monster remake for mm-hmm. a while. Like, I want to like, I may be wrong, but I feel like it was until you know, just you know, twenty like uh, twenty eighteen where we got Halloween. Yeah, because well, if you think like all the Chucky movies, like they're the same series through and through. Like Don Mancini is is carrying that torch. And it has a cohesive continuity. Yeah. Yeah. Not Those nearly as muddy movies. as something as like Halloween or, or oh, whatever. Halloween's a mess. Can we talk about Halloween? That'd be nice. Can we just talk about the history of the, like the whole Canada the Halloween series? I could talk about that. I think maybe we do that for the next one. We do that. Ooh. What's Halloween's next week? That makes sense. All right. <laughs> All right. So we're going to cut this word about an hour or so. Yeah. That's just kind of generally uh, what we're looking at. And I know this list will probably grow or shrink if we don't want to talk about like Jack Frost. Um, <laughs> we're going to have a subseries where it's movies that are horror movies, but also uh, the same title within three years of children movies oh, with saying, Jack Frost and Frozen. Are you, are you going to make me like, like watch the Michael Keaton Jack Frost movie where he's like a... <laughs> He's a jazz playing snowman. Ghost. Don't don't make me do that. <laughs> he is a ghost dad. Snowman. Mm. <laughs> I'm bring up ghost dad. <laughs> and with that, that's the end of this. Uh, our first, our zero year. We'll see if we can come up with the title between now and the next one. Uh, tentative plan as of right now is we're going to talk about what halloween series. halloween all yeah. of them let's do it let's just dive feet first into this mess that is the halloween series that's okay yep <laughs> see you soon paul rudd <laughs> all right thank you thanks brian <laughs> see you later